0: is former WWE Cruiserweight Classic participant, Ant Bennett. And right now, you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio.
1: We are back and better than ever again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. Welcome to Sunset Flip Radio. I'm your co-host, as always, the $100 man, Thomas Lisi. Always join the most handsome dad in the room, Alex Drayton. And for the second time, ladies and gentlemen... On location, but he's graduated from the bedroom of Christian to the center of Cody Rhodes' house, ladies and gentlemen. The wonderful Mr. Wonderful Jeff Noise. Right. Jeff. Right who... in the roads It's man. a lot
2: cosier here, I would say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of leg room there, I see. He's hanging out with uh yeah, and,
2: and Brandy by the pool, you know, you can't go wrong. He's yeah. hanging out
1: with Brandy and the new and the new baby. You can turn them up a little bit. There you go. So uh, it's a new month, not to be
3: confused with Tom Brady.
1: Yeah, it's a new month. I never said it's <laughs> What does that mean with a new month, new satchel, ladies and gentlemen? Yes, welcome back to this wrestling satchel, new bag, new um, bag edition. I don't even know what number is. This number six. This is six. I think the sixth wrestling satchel. It seems like it seems like
3: more. Yeah, like we've, we uh, done this we actually tonight.
1: had to change the rules a little bit because. We were getting so many great questions last satchel that uh, we had a limit to one question per person. Yep. So we did that this month, and there are some good questions. I'm not going to lie. but The episode was so big, the media waves couldn't even hold it. Yeah, Spotify it. couldn't handle the satchel. But before we get into the wrestling satchel... <laughs> Spotify couldn't handle yeah. the bag, baby. Before, there was some breaking news today, and finally something... Out of a left li- field. Yeah. Literally, no pun intended... Uh, finally some great news for wrestling fans like myself <laughs> and and Jeff and Alex is that Adnan Verk, the announcer for Monday Night Raw, has been released after about two months of working
3: for let's him. preface this by saying we, we don't condone anybody losing their job. No, it sucks. However, for you, but he I mean... has several other jobs and I think him he, he came aboard in late February, they gave him a test and whatever, and basically he passed. He just had to wait till the the day after Mania, and that's when we all seen him. But he's got like two other jobs, and he's traveling all the time. What the hell do you think's gonna happen? He doesn't know what he's doing. Same thing with Pat McAfee. Now they're going back to traveling on the road. He's got to pick; it's one or the other. So yeah. eventually, we might be saying, um, you know, goodbye to Pat McAfee too. I don't but think so. right now, we're talking
1: about Adnan Ver. Well, he only has. A... Go ahead, Jeff.
0: With with Adnan, the guy just didn't understand professional wrestling. He's a sports announcer, which you know is fine and dandy. But you're in sports entertainment, which, not for nothing, is a That's completely different. different animal than calling long fly balls to left field. <laughs> right. So he just didn't have it. When it came to announcing. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think Michael Cole is a good announcer either, but he can get by with talking about wrestling, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So, at least he understands, to an extent, what professional wrestling is. Adnan didn't get it at all. He's a good announcer, but he's not WWE caliber.
1: He was on ESPN. He did a lot of shows in ESPN. I think he hosts at SportsCenter once in a while, but... Jeff's right. Yes. I mean, he worked for MLB Network,
3: MLB Network. works for MLB Network, and he was also part of Sky Sports up yes. in Canada, where he also worked alongside of Renee Young or Renee Paquette uh, mm-hmm. back in the day too. So they're
1: they're Canadian. They're you know they're but familiar. Eh? It was so obvious that he had no experience in professional wrestling.
3: It it was rough. I Cody, I mean I get uh, it. Cody
1: Rhodes. Like, What's his name? Cody. Corey Graves. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> uh, Corey Graves was literally calling every move. Yeah. Like, literally yeah. calling every Those move. first two weeks... I mean, all the weeks he was there were rough, but those first two weeks it were... It was bad. Like, it was bad. And all Adnan all did was give, like, the little... Oh, he's really trying his best. Like, he would come up with the lines after he the move was uh, was described. You're right. That's yes. not what an announcer does. Well, he's got to call the action. He's got to call the action. He's the play-by-play guy yeah. where the color is uh, Graves and, and Saxon. Yeah, date this back to Monsoon, McMahon, Heenan. Jim Ross, Michael Cole... Even Tom, Heyman. yeah, Heenan, Heyman. Taz, even even Tom, like bring back Tom Phillips, like you. Oh, like, he's coming back. Like you hashtag text hashtag texted. Bring hashtag back bring Phillips. back Tom Phillips. He's coming. He's not he's bad. I, he was very. I actually really enjoy. I, he was he was on. good. He wasn't bad. I dealt with him. He was fine. Like he, he got was ex- tolerable
0: I'm not like a big fan of his, but he was tolerable.
1: He was tolerable. Like he got excited when the matches were going on, and you know, like he really sounded like he cared. Yeah. So now, so now this is interesting because there's a hole in the middle of the lineup. No pun intended. I, I keep talking about baseball, baseball, baseball <laughs> phrases. Um, so he's out. So maybe they'll throw Tom Phillips in. I don't think Vic Joseph. I think it was too big for him. He's good in NXT with Wade and Beth leave he, that alone he
3: fits right there do not touch that don't talk Vince Joseph NXT we're filming this on Tuesday filming it yeah we yeah, are filming it just, uh, recording yeah. it on Tuesday NXT's tonight Big Match is tonight but yeah
1: it, it's on right now I'm gonna watch after this but uh, I mean and Jeff will catch it on Hulu yeah 90 minute <laughs> uh, 90 minute edition exactly yeah but don't do the commercials yeah put Phillips in now don't bring anybody else in you know what I mean don't try to train somebody. Don't bring Jerry the King Waller in because that's not oh, him. God. Don't bring Brooker T in because that's not him. You need someone that well, can actually. Bring,
0: if you if you want to train somebody, it Some would be Ojo. interesting <laughs> if they trained a legitimate wrestler to do it, Some and Ojo. I'd be okay with it. Like you know, it would be pretty interesting if Daniel Bryan becomes the ring announcer. Because hmm. what's he doing
1: right now? Hmm. Hanging out with the kids. And, yeah. And Bree Yeah, but I mean, but, I, I, mean think got, be,
0: I think that would be pretty interesting. It would you be know, interesting. Like him then he's got to travel to
3: and stuff first. again. I mean, is it feasible for him? I don't know,
1: but it would work. Taking it would, it all that out. I mean, if he's yeah.
0: only doing Monday Night Raw, it yeah. would definitely
1: work. Uh, yeah, that's true. It yeah, would definitely good, good, work. Yeah, good point. Yeah. And the fact that the WWE is going live now as of July 16th. Wow. Think about that Welcome now. Welcome back. Welcome back. Of course, all and in Texas and Vegas and stuff, I believe, to start, right? In Florida, too, I think. In Florida, yeah. All right. But good for them, though. Yeah, and and they advertise Sasha Banks and Edge to come back on July sixteenth. So this is what really pisses me. Oh, off. Oh, they they
3: advertise her to come back. Yeah.
1: So this is what pisses me off about I it. Miss that. July sixteenth. What's today? May twenty fifth. That's about a month and a half away. Damn, she keeps getting like
3: half summers off.
1: By so the way. Like Sasha. Three years in a row. So Sasha's going to be off for another month and a half. Yep. Right. Why is she taking time off? I don't know. I mean, she was busy during the pandemic. Not as busy. Bailey was just as busy. Bailey was the one doing all the legwork, by the way.
3: Yeah, I mean, she took maybe some time off.
0: Maybe she's recording for uh, Mandalorian or uh, the Book of Boba Fett. What,
1: okay. What's the, what's the Book of Boba Fett? Is that a new show? It's a, um, yeah, it's a new show. Another for Disney, show,
0: it's yeah. A, yeah, it's a Mandalorian spinoff about Star Boba Wars. Fett. Which, you know, if it's Mandalorian related, Sasha could be in it.
1: Okay. Did you get her figure yet, Jeff?
0: No, not yet. I am on the hunt. <laughs> That's why he's not
1: here, folks. That's not, yeah, he's he's hanging out with Cody in Florida, and he's at all the Walmarts and the uh, Targets right. right now trying to trying to get that uh, Sasha Banks figure.
0: Well, look, in Central Jersey, everything's wiped out, so I might as well try here in uh, Crystal Clear, Florida.
3: Yeah. Florida, man. Local Florida, man. Local Florida, man.
1: <laughs> I am Florida, man. <laughs> <laughs> Local Florida man punches some old man in the face, screaming, "I punched him in the roads <laughs>
3: <laughs> Well, wearing eyes, Christian
1: he'd shirt. He break her back
0: and make him humble.
1: <laughs> he just kept talking like the Iron Sheik. I don't know why. Yeah. He's got pointy shoes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> his boots <laughs> curled up and everything.
1: Yeah, follow Sunset Flip Radio He screamed as he got arrested. <laughs> 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 he,
3: he, he put a sticker on the back of the squad car. <laughs>
1: By the way, our stickers are for sale, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they're $3 a piece. You can DM us. You can message us however you want for a sticker. Yeah. Um, Three bucks and- shipped. Three bucks shipped. Thank you. Sorry yeah, if that. you
3: uh, if you find a sticker, too, wherever you're at, uh, tag us. Yes. I want to see
1: where it's at. Yes, tag us where you find our stickers. That'd be awesome. But the other news, which is kind of weird... How they set it up is the return of Aleister Black finally on SmackDown.
3: Yeah, I, w- I wasn't expecting that because of I, I don't feel like they finished telling that whole story. The that promo. He, so that caught me off guard. Yeah. However,
1: I was excited as shit. I was. I was like, yeah, this is it. He's coming out of the smoke. Did you think it was him? No, not at all. If you if
3: you told me before SmackDown went on air that he would be debuting, uh, re-debuting, excuse me, I would have... Uh, Called you out I want and said, oh, you're full of shit. But that was awesome. Um, I, I I definitely liked it. But I thought there was more to tell on the, what was it, Tales of the Dark Father that he was, like, kind of yeah. doing those promos for. So, I, I you know, we'll see. I guarantee you, he's either on television next week or you get another promo with that, like, Tales of the Dark Father chapter, like, five or six. And now he enters... Into this
1: feud with Big E, Big e yeah.
3: So I think that's what we'll get and Then you'll see him a week later So two weeks from now I think he'll be on television
1: mm.
0: Jeff did you see that? I actually didn't So it, it's busy here at the Rhodes compound
1: So <laughs> <laughs> I mean when he came out of the smoke And like the announcer was like Or Michael Cole was like It's Alistair Black And like the he had the fucked up eye he, So let's talk
3: about that Continuity they'd never do that shit. No. That's the same eye that supposedly got um injured, injured on the stair on the
1: stairs. But yeah, Rey Mysterio, has, but yeah, Ray Mysterio has two eyes. Yeah, and the other one didn't pop <laughs> <down well. laughs> You know what I mean? So, I I like the feud with Big E. Who's booking this shit? Yeah. Who booked this crap? No, but I really like the feud with with Big E because it's a big name for him to come back to. And I think that it's a name that he can get over on. I think he can get over on Big E. He cannot lose. No, he can't. He cannot afford a loss. It's, Big E it's, actually can't. It's Fiend buildup. Yeah. When Fiend came in, he beat Balor. Yeah. Balor was going back to NXT. Who did Fiend... Then, then the Fiend had a program Seth. with uh, Seth, Seth, who could afford the loss, because he was getting booed as a babyface. Yeah. So this it worked is... worked out for him, actually. I'm not saying yeah. that Big E's going to get booed, because he'll never get booed, uh, unless he turns heel, but that that's not going to happen. But I think that black against big E is the best thing for both of those guys. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to take both of them, And he's in phenomenal shape too. He lost 30 pounds. You know what? He lost 30 pounds yet gained more tattoos. <laughs> yeah. In the process. He's like a, bu- he's like a buck 80. He's a buck 88 now. Jeez. Yeah. Solid. He was very, but very that, slim.
3: That black mass kick. I I don't care. That Jeff, was nice. you know, this is where you come in here you talk about taking people's finishes. Would you take his finish? Or you think it's a crock of shit?
0: Um he lays it in, I like it. He did um I'll take it, but it's um I wanna see him lay some people out with it. That's
3: one hundred
0: percent what I want. Got it. So I like Alistair Black. I'm actually a big fan of his. Me too. And um Tommy Inn on I've, the like,
3: Indies, yeah. I,
0: i talk junk about like a lot of like you know the kicks and running knees and all this stuff the way that he lays that in though that shit looks tight yeah because
3: he in slow motion. And it's good
0: for a guy of his size
3: good yeah yeah i think i think so too it, it, i love his it, it, moveset. It, 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 everything about it I, I think he's such a great character i hope that yes. they really nail it he's on the right show and and I can't say that enough. Well, we always emphasize that SmackDown is the right show. Is a show, right. He's on the right show for his character. Hopefully they don't yep, bastardize so. it, can get over. And this first feud with Big E I think is a big test. It is. And I think he needs to go over. If he loses to Big E, you buried him and might as well just do something with him. Yeah,
1: just like just like when he had a feud with Kevin Owens. Yeah. That feud could have been so much better. Yeah, what did you do so, instead? It was so weird, You though. gave him like, patent leather pants and a brand new and, uh, and, and, song he, entrance
3: he, yeah that's a crock of shit too yeah but um now it, yeah before he looked like so Steve good. the Pirate from Dodgeball he yeah, looked, like Steve, he looked like Steve the Pirate Steve the Pirate yeah his old entrance Yalla.
1: slapped mhm it was awesome so but no, I mean that was that was just some some news that I mean definitely wrestling fans wanted to hear us talk about because it's pretty big I mean you know think about it for three hours every Monday you're gonna be hearing a new voice and I hope it's Tom again. Phillips again you know, I really hope it's Tom Phillips. I don't think it's Samoa Joe, but it's probably going to be Tom Phillips. So, good for him. I
0: mean, at this point, like, anybody. Yeah. Anybody honest. is better than what they
1: had. Honestly, so. sorry, Adnan. You know, you know, go back to baseball. And what do they say? We wish you well in your future, <laughs> <And> your future <laughs> That's endeavors. Best of
0: luck in all your future endeavors. You just yeah. got future
3: endeavored after, like, what, seven weeks? Yeah, Something like that? tough luck. or take no, but um. Damn, he didn't even get to like the hot part of the season. He went no. through the bullshit. He period went through the, the shitty part of wrestling. The worst period of of wrestling every year that you can go. To. I
1: think the worst part of worst period of wrestling is definitely May and October.
3: May September yeah.
1: September October sucks.
3: Late April, all of May, and I think after Survivor Series, that whole December
1: is pretty trashed. Well, you're on the road to Royal Rumble, but.
0: It's always after the big pay per views. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. after that after lull. Mania, after SummerSlam, after Survivor series, yeah. it sucks.
1: Yeah. They
3: blow their load four times Royal a Rebel year and they the have to kind of
1: gain it back. It's right.
0: Exactly
1: right. Mhm. You're yeah, absolutely right. I mean but what the WWE has to do is they have to they they have to not let that happen anymore. You know what I mean? Like programming has okay. Before we go in the satchel, <laughs> I have to say this: you and got a J- couple things to get off your I, chest. I, I, so gonna, we might get
3: there in a little.
1: Why the fuck? Here we go. Is Jackson Riker going over on AJ Styles? I am glad you brought that up because I was hot, hot, was hot, hot that about that. that. Grand Slam hot champion, Grand Slam champion carried SmackDown in the pandemic era. Carried SmackDown when he was feuding with Ambrose. With Cena, you got with two Brian, flat earthers, right? Bro, right there. he's
0: carried the company since 2016. Since he yes. showed up,
1: since the mini showed up, and what is he doing? He's jobbing to Jackson Riker, a guy that Human doesn't even garbage. A guy that doesn't even have his own entrance music. He should, yeah, he should using even, Elias's entrance music. He
3: for shouldn't sake. even be he being
0: um, employed. Yeah. <laughs> well, that
3: that's a whole other thing, too. I know, Jeff. I know that. Oh, oh shit. We got to talk about Velveteen Dream, too, but we'll get there.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I was going
1: to bring that up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> thank you. I'll let you go into that one. I then. love it. I love it how we're all bringing things up. Like, well, a lot happened in, in I'm, Seven I'm, Days. I'm, I like it because, like, I wanted to talk about Adnan and Verk. I didn't even think about Velveteen Dream, and Jeff is going to bring them up. And then, you know, we're talking about Aleister Black, and we're talking about. Um, now the fact that <laughs> Jackson, Riker. Jackson Riker, like this, is just a fucking random bunch of stuff going on. But that's what it's been. Yeah, we got to put AJ it into perspective. Styles should not be in the tag team picture ever. He should never lose there yeah, too. to that guy on television. Yeah, I'm gonna stay no. up at at ten fifteen at to night to watch that shit and watch Jackson Riker. I didn't even see his finisher, but he beat AJ Styles.
3: It's called the it, it's called the Q and on his finisher, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Was it's, it clean? It's
3: called storm like, the capital. <laughs> <laughs> storm the capital.
1: I, I think this it was a kick. Gag. I think it was a kick. A kick. God damn it! I think it, like yeah, spinning, do, I think it was like
3: can do can we do package prowl drivers something a
1: fun? Spinning back kick.
0: But then, was like, it clean or was it a schmoz?
1: I didn't see. I just I just heard the one two three because I was on my phone in bed watching main yeah. raw at the same time. I thought you were Gosh. gonna throw your phone
3: at the television. Oh, no, that's I what I done.
1: And then you have Omus come down like this guy's big for nothing. Yes. Okay. And then he and then like then they make a big deal about his speed and then he throws a lies into the Titan Tron. But what yeah. what what really drives me nuts is the fact that the writers actually pitched to Bruce Pritchard or even Vince McMahon, hey, let's have AJ Styles lose today to a guy who we almost fired, who was a third member of a shitty team from NXT, who those two guys both got released. Yeah. Let's think about yeah. that. And they're for a, a lot second. better
3: than he was. Yeah. I was hoping they were gonna somehow put uh um Blake and Murphy back
1: together. Yeah. Blake is Blake <laughs> yeah. is the best one. But it's funny because when you watch the Forgotten Sons journey through NXT he never wrestled. Nope. I saw them live at uh they had the, the color. Yeah. Oh, the, oh Riker. So Riker, Riker was the, the the muscle. Yeah. I saw them live at a four at a four-way ladder match at Hartford and he got involved, but he wasn't one of the two guys in the match. He was like the he was like the manager. Yeah. And that's the role that he's been playing, but now he's coming out on primetime raw third hour where you want your ratings and beating AJ Styles? What are you yeah, kidding that was me? A
0: shit.
1: Come on, who is booking this crap? Who's booking
0: this? Cr- How First much? Bruce of- Prather, who's another one that's out of touch and garbage.
1: Yeah, yeah, he—he's—he's he's a hole of oats. He's—he's he's out of touch. He's out. Of- <laughs> you know what I mean? He's—he's he's slinging some vodka. He's drinking something. He he's huh. he's drinking the juice, well, he's, the Kool Aid. He's, wor- he's worried about his. He's podcast, hanging out with the meth man.
0: alligators in Florida.
1: Yeah. Yikes So so you're gonna have Riker beat Styles, and then you're gonna. This is what's gonna happen. Guess what? Hell in a Cell, AJ Styles and Omos against who? Elias and Riker for the titles. You know that's coming, and they both want to. And they both are heels because they want to portray AJ and Omos as heels.
3: But not the way you pulled it off last no. week, and it. They, AJ shouldn't be in the the tag picture anyway. No,
1: he
0: shouldn't. No, he really should not be. It's a waste of talent on on a show that needs individuals.
3: Yeah. Yes, exactly.
1: Absolutely. So right now the
0: topic. like you want to throw AJ Styles against freaking Bobby Lashley, I'll watch that all day.
1: I'll even watch AJ against Riddle. I'll watch that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, oh, yeah, that Riddle match and uh, Xavier Wood, that was some heat, man. Yeah, it was good, good stuff. And the Drew McIntyre Kofi match was very good, too. Yeah.
3: But, yeah. Uh, oh, God, right. like, when we get there, because I. But, like, here's uh, the thing now. That pissed me off. Like, too. we talk
1: about top guys. Jeff said top singles guys. Besides Drew McIntyre and Riddle, because Riddle, I guess, is a tag team with Orton, you put them aside. Who else is there who has the top singles guys? Not much, man. Not much. I'll, Sheamus? The the list is small. And Sheamus keeps. Has faces? Yeah, there's no faces. No, it's Drew and that's it. Yep, for singles guys. Yep, it's Drew and that's it. That's why they had to throw Kofi in that. Not even Keith Lee. Keith Lee, that's a whole other thing too. What the hell's going on there? He can come back. He could come back. They had nothing for him apparently.
2: Well,
3: (sighs) fooled me because Raw looks like they can use Keith Lee on all three hours.
1: They can can use me for all I know. (laughs)
3: The Hundred Dollar Man. Well, Tom will be on NXT tonight oh, after we yeah. leave the airwaves. No spoilers, too.
1: please. Anybody, I, I, I'm very excited for NXT tonight because uh, daddy's, com-
3: daddy's coming home. Daddy's <laughs> coming home. You have seen that, right? <laughs>
1: daddy, Daddy is coming home. Tom's
3: gonna get his uh, I'm million the, dollar man uh, wrestling buddy over there. As I as there. I
1: clutch the million dollar man quietly in my family room tonight while watching NXT, because <laughs> right now it's eight twenty one, so I have a DVR. But um,
2: that's a bad touch, doll.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah it is where did where on the
3: doll did daddy touch you <laughs> <laughs> no but it's like what?
0: the uh the paul ellering uh build a figure oh yeah the yeah doll. I, I always call that the bad touch doll because it looks like he's got his hand up his ass
3: <laughs> it does yeah the in the still picture yeah it's great but first before <laughs> we get to the satchel we got to talk about velveteen dream yeah he put out a very long-winded statement that either clarified things or didn't I, I i can't really tell
1: i don't even know the whole story
3: i i don't either shepherd. but i don't re- at this point like he's a it, pedophile it's, fine, it's over he's a pedophile he, they called him a groomer so what a groomer is from what i've heard not that you know i know the crafty but, veteran go ahead yeah allegedly. <laughs> God, alleged, allegedly thank you jeff you're a dad yeah i know so now this is weird now this heads home you don't touch my kid Um,
0: Velveteen's a pedorest. That's all you need to know.
3: Yeah, Yeah. it's like you kind of. It might have not been him doing it, but like you get the girl. It's like if him and R. Kelly like met up somewhere and they were like, "Hey, let's work together."
1: Minus the peeing though. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't know that. You know, yeah. Allegedly, allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly, (laughs) Jimmy snooker killed somebody. Allegedly. Allegedly.
3: (laughs) Quick before we get kicked off the air. Yeah, but yeah, Velveteen Dream's I gone. So yeah, but here, that, that here's, was the big news late last week. Here's the fun thing. The with, weekend. Here's
1: a fun thing Velveteen Dream. He had so much steam. Like remember when he wrote on his tights, "Call Vince me, call up, me up." Vince, call me up.
3: He had Vince's face on the tights. Right? Yeah, yeah.
1: And like when he dressed up as the NWO Hulk, but it was really cool. And his this all started. And he had
3: uh, Maria Schafer on his pants
1: when yeah. he was feuding against uh, Roddy Strong. Yep. This all started when he had his match with Aleister Black at TakeOver. That match made him. Yes. It was a phenomenal match. Great storytelling. Because
3: I'll remember how... I'll tell you how it happened. The whole match and leading up to that, he wouldn't acknowledge him and he wouldn't like say his name. No. So he kept yelling, say my name, say my name. I I believe he won. And he finally said something as he, being Aleister Black, said something as he was
1: leaving the ring. He said Velveteen Dream. Yep. Yeah. And that was it. But like when you look at him as a wrestler... I think he had I think he had I mean okay he had the goods man I, I like him as a character I, can't I like say him. this because I'm not Jeff now this is you now him in the ring what did what did you think oh boy here we go
0: I personally liked Velveteen dream as a worker
1: okay I oh. thought
0: he had a very interesting character he killed he anytime he was in the ring he caught your attention absolutely so
3: that's a like good start he had
0: the personality for sure he was very talented in the ring uh, he didn't do anything to wow anybody, I would say. But he definitely had enough to get by to look good in his matches. And he made the other people look better as well. Yeah. So the fact that a matter of that... And he, he, he ended up doing very, the job
3: more, more times than, than that, winning, well, than well, going
1: be, over. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely.
0: <clears throat> yeah, he was just such an interesting character. And you got hooked into that, which is fine. But... Being such a garbage of a human being, you go fuck yourself. I have no yeah. problem with this guy not being with the company anymore. And li- I've been saying it since it first came out about what happened. So you can't keep somebody like that around. The fact that it took this long for this motherfucker to get fired is disgusting.
3: Oh, and also that, uh, that, um, from NXT, also the referee got released and he's a big, uh, he's a that big, dude's uh, an asshole. yeah. Apparently he was Dad a wrestler.
0: Asshole.
1: Yeah, he, He's a he Q was.
3: Yeah, yeah. That that Drake Wirtz or whatever yeah. he, was, he got released too. but yeah, they had some problems with him backstage because of political stuff. Triple now,
1: H said something like it was hard. No, it was a hard time to fire him or something like that, or it was something hard for them to do with him, like to maybe keep him around or
3: no to keep him around yeah. because they had so much, so many people backstage Hating saying, him. yeah, he just is not good. And eventually, you got to shit or get off the pot because if you don't do anything, then the the people are going to look at you like you can't lead. Same thing with Dream, right. So I think he was just a matter of circumstance. I think Dream would get picked up. If he wants to continue wrestling. I mean, I I don't know.
0: Dude, I don't know, man. This could be like Joey Ryan treatment where he just going to be His
3: His statement, which I read a little bit, like I said, it was very kind of back and forth and kind of confusing to read, didn't seem like he was motivated enough He obviously ended it with, like, The Dream is Dead, which is actually a good shirt. I got to be honest. But, um, you know, so we'll see where he turns up. But what we're talking about here... I know in the satchel there's a question about that. Yeah. Um, uh, about political views. So we'll save yeah. our whole diatribe on how we feel about that until we actually. Well, read with that him, question. it's not
0: even a political thing. It's you do anything with kids, man. Well,
3: you're yes, tri- yes, yeah. That's that's, that's I, a whole other. Yeah, I, topic. I just group this in you get, together. You get
1: prison yeah. justice for that. Oh, of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you, like prison is know, undefeated. Like you can go on Twitter and say I hate our president. But I mean, you could still be the world heavyweight champion. Yeah, absolutely. You you touch a girl that's not of age, that's a whole other world. Yeah, you know. And if yeah. he if he alleged if he did that allegedly what he did, then he shouldn't have a job, straight up. Yeah, you sh- you should you shouldn't have a job. There's a lot yeah. of things you shouldn't have. I mean, there's
3: also a bigger investigation in, into yeah. WWE for this has been about a year and a half.
1: Now, f- yeah, there's
3: been some... where it's been out, so Dude. it's like you know, there's a lot of stuff
1: we can we've done. It's a been ho-
0: out for a long time. Yeah, mind blowing. We've done episodes history. about
1: we've done episodes certain about certain things like this. Like but... this, this dates back to Pat Patterson. Yeah, he he yeah. he was an openly gay man yep. who apparently touched the ring boys. Yep. Yep. That goes back that far. Yep. Yeah. Steroids. That far, ninety two. Mm-hmm. Fabulous Moolah. Fabulous you know, Moolah. You know? Jimmy like Snooker. A, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Everything. Kill the one. Yeah, kill the one. lot. Allegedly. Allegedly. There's so much drama and there's so much tragedy that's kept behind the curtain, no pun intended. Right. That we'll never see the light of day. The dark side of the ring. The dark side of the WWE. Right. We, we and, just and, we just made our next episode. Right, and and speaking <laughs> well, and speaking of well, which, here's the
0: other issue too, man. Is how many times has Vince McMahon just brushed shit under the rug? Oh, dude.
1: And, well, until... that's
3: been called into question for years because yes. the Snooka episode, I, I I think is the one that really shed some more light, as well as the Owen episode of Dark Side of the Ring, where you know yes. he paid all, I, allegedly. I can't use that word enough. He had to have paid somebody off for the Snooka
1: stuff. He walked in with the briefcase to the meeting. That's it. And then that was it. And then it was gone. He made it go away,
3: which we all know was his money.
1: 1984. Yeah. No, 83?
3: Yeah, it was right before Mania. It was right before the birth of Hogan. Because he was supposed to be in the main event.
1: Yep, 83. It was supposed to be Hogan and Snooka, not Mr. T, I think. Correct. And, um, okay, so
0: you're looking at 1983. Jimmy Snuka wrestled in the WWE, so minimum 1992, yeah. 1993. Because he had that, not uh, to mention his comebacks and, with all and all that other kind of stuff. Yeah. So that is almost a 10 year window after allergically a murder <laughs> of his fucking wife that Vince McMahon kept these. Not even
1: his wife. It was a mistress because he was married. Yeah, he was married. Sorry, because his wife was on the show Right And it was like A young girl Nancy Argentina It's great Yeah
3: and but, then also you can go and, and say the same thing, you know, we could talk about Owen, you know, recently Owen, it was however many years that Owen passed the other day. 22. 22, 22 years.
0: 22 years, two days ago. Yeah. So,
3: you know, and then Vince also, you know, Tom and I had talked about it when we did our kind of like dark side of the ring episode. Yeah. The shadows of the You guys can go back to the archives <laughs> and listen to that.
1: Go back in the back catalog anywhere yeah. and, uh, we we'll spoke, you find your podcast. And we spoke
3: one. about that. We, I mean, listen. There's plenty to talk about. Believe me. Now, to get your perspective, you can almost rehash it and do a, a part two on that. Yeah. But you know, we should kind of like Vince kept going with the murder scene.
1: Oh yeah, I mean that's a good idea. Jeff. So
3: let me transition really quick because we got to get to the sashel, or this will be long again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then Spotify
3: can't handle our bag, and and just talk about um really quick. The A&E. Did you watch the Ultimate Warrior, Doc? Uh, I was,
1: was going to get into it on one of the On questions. A&E.
3: Jeff?
0: Dude, they keep on making him look like a fucking megastar. Like, he was not a bad person and all this other kind of shit. I am not going to... We're gonna... doing pieces on Savage. Like, I don't understand this. I am really, not... I know Savage definitely <laughs> had, like, his bullshit. <laughs> Tom, but, like, the end of day, Warrior was fucking garbage.
1: I am not going to say anything until we go into this question, because... Oh, I didn't realize this question. The kettle is about to boil over. Oh, so so
3: <laughs> my cup runneth over, thus it's, meaning it's time it's, to it's, get to the satchel.
1: Yes, um, welcome to the satchel, <laughs> the wrestling satchel. Wow, what a transition! The, um, I think
3: we need satchel music. We Jeff. do.
1: We need satchel music. The, uh, can can you ask
3: can you ask Co- yeah can you ask Cody while you're down there on his roads <laughs> riding his roads
1: <laughs> the the infamous wrestling satchel returns for the month of May where you the listener determines what we talk about so thank you for everyone reaching out to us on Facebook on on Twitter and also on Instagram giving us your questions we have 11 questions in the satchel today we have a couple from some from some new people that uh, DM sons of flip radio on Instagram yeah at sons of flip radio so, as I drop... Half of the questions on the floor. Uh, nope, I dropped the one. So, uh, the first question in the satchel for I the month of May... I hope
3: it's something that we literally just spoke about so we can just go into it. Wow, that's a long fucking question. Uh,
1: Anthony Ferretti. This is a question for Jeff. Jeff, how do payoffs work in the indie scene? Is it based off how long you've been with the promotion, your place on a card a one-off with a former WWE guy, hmm. a percentage of the gate, etc.
0: Ooh, I like this question. Because mm-hmm. um, with me, it's all about the money when it came to wrestling. I'm sorry. Now, what does he mean by <laughs> payoff? Like actual well, I pay? Won't say, I won't say it was about all the about the money, them? but I wasn't working unless I was getting paid, unlike a lot of people. So that's where it starts. Nothing. (laughs) A lot of people, they would start off, they would set up the rings, they get their quote unquote exposure or a little bit of ring time to get some sort of experience. But the negative to that is a lot of guys wouldn't get paid. Um, I didn't start out that way, but a lot of people did start out that way. Like I did that, but I would also get paid. Um, A lot of guys, though, they were just happy to get the hot dog and a handshake and go on their merry way. Because they like to play wrestler as opposed to be a wrestler,
1: hmm. but like me when these, I was a kid, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Huh. But a trampoline is a lot different than in front of a couple hundred people. Yeah. So, um, I like hot dogs. It really all depends. Like, if you're a trained talent, like a guy like Anthony Bennett, myself, um, you know, uh, KTB, who was on the show,
1: Danny DeMento.
0: He, he, <laughs> he unfortunately did get paid too. Um, <laughs> but like you know, there were like these guys trained at a school and then would do a lot of the shows. So they were there, they had a following and you would get paid legitimately to work. Uh, it also definitely benefits when you are working the name on the show and you're the main event of the show. Um, that helps too, because obviously they put the booker puts emphasis on you that if I'm booked against Kevin Nash, It's because it's in an area where I draw, and they know that it's going to be a decent match. So that's why I ended up getting the booking instead of, you know, Joe Schmuck and Fart, who's booked on the show too. Where's he built out (laughs) of? Yeah, parts unknown. (laughs) From uh, Nutley, New Jersey.
3: Nut and and Fart. Yeah, so, I mean, it really comes down... (laughs) It, It really comes down to... It comes down to the
0: experience (laughs) that you have, the schooling that you had, the matches that you've had in the past, if they think they could draw money off of you,
2: Hmm.
0: then, you know, you get a little bit of the gate on top of whatever you're going to get in the envelope. You
1: know? Oh, okay. Now, I I always wanted to know what it was. Was it like an envelope across the table? Was it like a cool handshake dab where, like, they slide you the money? How did that work normally? Yes. (laughs)
0: okay they they walk up and they kind of like you know dap you up and it's just like oh here you go and then it's either uh they give you a good like you know they'll dap you up and give you a big old hug and you know your envelope's padded or they get the dreaded light handshake with the gate was light brother sorry oh
3: (laughs) which is was half the time that had to be a lie
0: which oh yeah well oh, dude, the worst is that I've seen it happen <laughs> where like they walk like I get my envelope and I know what I got and then I see like some of the guys that, you know, they like are match number two on the card, you know, and they end up freaking um, you know, the booker goes up, it's like, oh the gate was light and I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs>
2: Jeez. Jeez.
0: So
3: you're getting monopoly I mean, money at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. yeah, pretty much. But I mean at the same point too, a lot of people Some people in the indies kind of look down upon um, what you would call a ticket seller. Now, there's some people that are untrained, but they're booked in the town that they grow up in because they know that they're going to bring like 20 people or whatever, and the booker's going to be happy because they just sold 20 tickets, right? right? Right. So a guy will get booked on like that. Now... So, you I, take care of them when, that
3: one night, and then the next night, yeah, you know, not so much. but then so they're not booked until the yeah. so
0: they're back in that area.
3: Okay. Now – So, you get the hometown cooking, I yeah.
0: I for companies every single booking, right? Like when uh, the NWS and uh, multiple other companies were in existence in Jersey, I'd work every single show for them. But when they were in my quote-unquote areas – I'd help them sell the tickets because I knew I was getting money on top of it.
3: Yeah, when you were working with the uh, the National Shabbos Federation down Lakewood, Jeff <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: but I mean like why would tickets when I know why would I not sell the extra tickets when I know that I'm gonna get some extra cash?
3: Well, yeah, it's a hustle. At the end of the day, it, it it's like the oldest form of trying to make money. It's called a hustle.
1: And you said that I like Ted DiBiase. You sound just like good old Ted right there. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> everybody's.
3: Everybody's, <good>. everybody's, <laughs> good. everybody's
0: <like> <laughs>
1: Listen, Anthony, that was a great question. Anthony wants to come on the show. He really loves wrestling, so maybe we'll have him. You know what, the dude?
0: He'll he can hundred percent come on the show because absolutely,
1: the man. yeah. All right, Mr. So J. wait for him
0: to cash in that ten percent know noise toys.
1: Yeah. Drake's yeah, I, I
3: think he's got yeah, – you give him enough 10%. This guy's got to have free product at yeah. this
1: point. All oh. right. <laughs> all right. So uh, Jeff's picking this next question all the way down from Florida, but uh, Alex is going to wait it off for him. <laughs> all
3: right. <laughs> all right, Jeff, this is your question as read by uh,
1: the dad in the room.
3: Uh, favorite live music performance at a wrestling show from Big Hoss, Motorhead. 1916
1: oh. on IG. <sighs> Big Hoss. What a phenomenal name on Instagram. Um, Again,
3: it is favorite live music performance at a wrestling show. Oh, thank okay. you, Big Hoss nineteen sixteen
1: on Insta. I like. Thank you for that. I like Limp Biscuit at WrestleMania with the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Um, I wasn't a big Limp Biscuit fan growing up; I was more of a Scott Head and and Punk That's guy. That's
3: where he rode out on the motorcycle, yeah, for yeah, with, with the
1: flag at yeah. uh, WrestleMania nineteen and at Safeco Field in Seattle. But I mean, for me. Uh, being an Undertaker fan, I think that that was a lot, and like it was billed as like the second or third match in the show, and like Limp Biscuit was a pretty big band at the time, like they were big. Yeah, this was what uh, early two thousands, so they were yeah. just coming, you know, those TRL
3: years, yeah. Late like, ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine, hands down was the best time for
1: music any genre. Absolutely. Um, was that
0: Taker versus uh, Albert and? Um...
1: Yes, Oof. it was a two on one. What? Yeah, Luther Reigns.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, was actually, it was actually... somebody. It was actually
1: the A-Train. A-Train. A-Train, yeah. He was A-Train back then? Yeah, at that he was, point? He was A-Train, yeah. Good Lord. Yeah, that huh. was Taker and... and Better and than A-train Lord Tensai their... later. Oh, in... my God. And he went over clean on Cena. What the fuck? You're talking about shitty booking? Yeah, that was shitty booking. No, but yeah. I mean, for me, I think definitely the Limp Bizkit, just because it was a big name, was the big stage, and had the Undertaker, and... um. At the crowd was really into it, and it was like the, one of the first times where, like, the musical guest, like Fred Durst, is actually in the ring with Taker, which was pretty cool. Because you know, mostly they stand on the side of the stage. Yes. And so they, for me, it would that, be yeah. that, definitely for me.
3: Oh, man, uh, I'm trying to think. I, I don't, I don't remember too many of them to be, to be dead honest with you. Only, so I'll give you something recent. I mean, NXT has done it a lot recently. Mm. Um, so anything with Poppy recently. Um Eel Shirai's music in particular, I think she did. That was that was pretty good. Um I think Motorhead performed one time for Triple H. That uh, was my answer. <laughs> yep. So sorry to steal it. My bad. Um oh, I'm trying no, to dude. think is there Red any lemme,
0: all the credit in the world.
3: Did anybody ever do anything like that in ECW Uh
0: not really.
1: No. Yeah. I'm surprised Pantera never uh performed. Mm.
0: You know why? Because ECW didn't have the rights to any of the music oh, <laughs> oh that's okay. right famously that's what why they that did that. they just played whatever <laughs> oh, sure. banks open um, but 100% my answer is Motorhead um, coming out playing game for Triple H um, Lemmy is one of my all time favorite human beings to ever be alive and Motorhead is hands down one of my favorite bands ever the reason why I have half of my hearing, so one hundred percent, I'm going with Motorhead, and in a very distant second, but also a banger, was uh living Color called "The Personality" for yeah. CM Punk admit.
3: I forgot that they that did was that. good too. Yeah, that was great because that shit was awesome. It was.
0: a uh, funny thing about uh, that song. The Motorhead still goes hard. Funny thing about the Motorhead one for Triple H at uh, Mania. Lemmy was pissed, drunk, and forgot the words. <laughs> so well, he kept on
3: just going. Listen, I <laughs> <the game." laughs> And I play it,
0: and
3: that was it. Hey, I mean, I think I think he he's the only one who can ever get away with that, and yeah. it still makes yeah. sense because that's all you can yeah. really remember anyway. There, I mean, there's that's some all bad you ones to... too.
1: All right? There's a lot of bad ones, but I mean, we don't need to talk about them. <laughs> um, next question here. Oh, this is a this is a new a new um new uh guy. AEW fan 07171 on Instagram. What one superstar can AEW sign to put real pressure on WWE? Great not question. <laughs> That's a great question. So, <laughs> AEW Christian. fan 01707, I'm going to say Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I think that it, now. Did you see that there might be a tease? Like I don't know what impact that, is doing. There's They're no fucking way yeah, in God's green earth that Daniel Bryan is going to go wrestle on local cable access channel three. Break out the bunny ears and the tin foil. There's no fucking way. <laughs> over my dead body. At like twelve in the morning. At twelve in the morning on channel forty two. You know what I mean No. Right. Um. But if A. AE, if AEW can get Daniel Bryan. If, if they do it the right way and they bring him in the right way, I like the fact of him coming in, in like a surprise way. Like I don't need a countdown. I don't need the announcement. I don't need any of that bullshit. Like a I want I to want run-in with a hood, and he like unzips red, the hood, and red, you see yeah. Daniel Bryan. Like Red Dragon. Oh, the on, best uh, way
0: to debut.
1: Yeah. Back in his ROH. Days. That is the
0: best way to debut.
1: It is. I mean... The mystery, shock
0: value?
1: Yeah, there is. The mystery that is missing from AEW is that one big person to sign, that one big moment where it takes your breath away. Yep. Everybody thought it was going to happen when they signed Christian Cage. It did not happen when they signed Christian Cage. Oh boy! Because the way they did it was they did it before the main event of a match with no promo. All they said was, "Here comes the special guest," and Tony Schiavone's horrible voice, and the countdown came, and it was Christian Cage. But it would it if AEW was smart, they would start talking to Brian when they can. I think Daniel Bryan can bring a lot of leadership to them. I think that he can bring great matches. I mean, I would like to see Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega. I would. I would like to see Daniel Bryan versus a lot of people in, in AEW. You
3: it, know, it, it goes to without saying that you you take a wrestler like Daniel Bryan and you start throwing every name at him and all those matches seem to work,
1: and it's all like exciting. That's because he's that a wrestler. That doesn't happen a lot. He's a wrestler that can work against anybody. Yeah. He can outwork almost everybody. He
0: can literally everybody. work
1: against everybody. Can he outwork everybody? He can literally... Daniel
0: Bryan can actually outwork everybody.
1: <laughs> so for me, um, it's going to be Daniel Bryan going to AEW. I think that's the best option. I'm not even going to say any of the other free agents that got released no for me it's Dana O'Brien now this this is like well, like ever or I, well it's all I mean hypothetical. like right now I guess I mean, like right now
3: I mean yeah, all being hypothetical Any anybody who can be stolen away <clears throat> you know you just throw money at them and if oh, you yeah. guarantee money you know it's even better well, call yourselves WCW then well listen if AEW isn't WCW light, I don't know yeah. what else is uh, you know call me whatever you want for that one but that's a yeah. call a spade a spade right yeah that's exactly what they're doing. They're doing the old model. As long they, if they keep going down and doing the same tropes, they might end
1: up in the same. Hole was, I, I thought about was. that because it was like they had Robin and Malone. They have Shaq. It was like it's the just same. just like these small little things. We had the <sighs> we had the beer cart or the 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 Zamboni, yeah, the Zamboni and Zamboni. the beer truck. They had the champagne car or the champagne truck. Mm-hmm. The bubbly, the bubbly. It was right. just weird.
3: So I'm so to answer the question. I mean. You know, he's not wrestling anymore, but it would be The Undertaker, I think, would be huge. Mm. Like, like... That would be big.
1: Like, huge. Yeah.
0: I mean, that would be insane, but that's not... No, no.
1: no. No. Especially... That would would be the answer to Mike. Especially when he's going to get inducted into the Hall of Fame, and the whole Hall of Fame will be based around him next year. Correct. Yeah. That that is without a doubt in Texas. Yeah. Hands down, Undertaker. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Undertaker there.
3: I mean, you know, let's even just throw... I'll throw Bray Wyatt out there. Because mm, okay. he's a really great talent and a great hand and has a great mind for the business. Bray
1: Wyatt in what way though? Old Bray Wyatt?
0: Or Not like a
3: Fiend. Di-
1: Not Fiend, no. Fiend is done. So every everything would have to be old Bray Wyatt. I mean, yeah. I think just Bray Wyatt
3: in general. Any him, incarnation. Him in general. I think given the right gro- <laughs> I hate to use the word grooming here, but um, you know, if you were able to one, you can just let him go and mm-hmm. actually get to let his mind wander for once you can get something really great out of him we still do but it's still very wwe eyes and, and yeah. like tamed yes. and uh I, I think daniel uh not daniel Bryan. um uh bray wyatt is a good answer there and I, i'm looking at the poster behind me i think uh finn Balor. for me personally i, I love finn Balor. i think he would be I'm um, pretty good
1: over in a W. He's another guy that can work well in new think. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
3: And you know, to piggyback off of, you know, Finn Balor, he's got a match tonight against Karrion Cross. Yes. I don't think he's going to win, but no, he won't. you know, Jeff,
1: what do you think?
0: I'm going to go a little different and I'm going to say, if you say it Taz, all depends I'm... on the caliber really of like uh, injury. Cause I don't know the level, but somebody like Paige.
1: Okay. Wow.
0: Paige would be phenomenal wow. in AEW. Okay. She's the, she would already a, be the, the whole race. women's
3: division, and once again, yeah. Britt Baker takes a number two role mm-hmm. to whoever comes in. She's right there on the cusp, but if right, Jeff, if Paige were to jump over there, woof.
0: Paige would be huge, or if it was possible to get AJ Lee, mm-hmm. um, either one of those two. I think would really excel in, in AEW. The rat,
1: going yeah. in the route of the woman. I mean, yeah. that's
0: that's a great way.
1: Yeah. That's great because, again, we always talk about it. We always said, hey, the women's division isn't that strong in AEW. It's well known.
0: It's not that strong in AEW, but it's so heavily important in professional wrestling right now to have a strong women's division. Oh, it's been for a while, so yeah. See somebody, so if you were to see somebody like AJ Lee, um, Paige, or even um, Thea Trinidad coming to yeah. AEW. I think either three of those should a be killer, and that even throw in Mickey James would be nice too. Just because, like, you know, I don't think she's not somebody that you kind of like. You know, focus your whole division around,
3: but she makes but everybody better.
0: She makes it a lot better. Yeah, I mean, you know, in, in and the you're world, not in focusing the... on yeah, go and ahead. you're not focusing on NWA talent to be, um, you know, AEW. Focused, you know, like uh Thunder Rosa. Like, should her get off the pot. Are you an AEW or ETNA?
1: Yeah, you pick you one.
0: Know? Pick one. She, she's got it. She's got to go to She's got to go to AEW. One of those women would help that company big time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Great answer, Jeff. And thank you for the question, AEW fan zero seven one zero seven. Um, Alex. All right. A little shake, shake 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 in the satchel yeah well wow, we're getting through these questions pretty <laughs>
3: quick today yeah we had
1: 11 questions today. and
3: 10 minutes left no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> from jesse paxton do you take into consideration hey here it is this is the question i'm yeah. talking about jesse paxton wrote do you take into consideration a wrestler's political views changing your reception of their work or not good or bad excellent effing question um <sighs> it's hard. Do you want a, a a black and white answer or can I like gray it up a little bit because it, it it's so kind of say, say whatever you think. It, it's kind of it Whatever de- comes to the heart, man. It, yeah. it, it it depends on, you know, we were talking about earlier velvetine dream. Mm-hmm. That's a completely black situation. That's a no. Um that's fucked I, up. although that yeah. wasn't political, I'll I'll group all these other things into that because I yeah. I I believe that's yeah, also yeah, part I of know. the question as well. Um as you know so we talk about political some people did recently get fired but they did take it over the top um the 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 referee from NXT has like is a well-known qAnon guy and he, he's really out there i think this guy is like off his rocker but that's another thing um i do take it into consideration but that's a slippery slope because then you can analyze everybody cuz everybody said something mm-hmm. and then this is a rabbit hole that you can go down and do several episodes on. Yeah, and I am looking at her people on the wall, and I am like, "Well, this person probably said Jake the Snake Roberts. He didn't say anything politically, but you know his do you do you lump drug use and who he was yeah. back he, then he, into he, all he, he of was that? an alcoholic and a meth addict. Shawn Michaels, same thing. Pillhead. Um, China, everybody. Yeah, China. yeah, China. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, a later in her career. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's a. Porn is different. I think yeah. you know that's a little bit different.
1: Well, and I'm talking about her doing drugs and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. right, right, yeah. So yeah.
3: again, uh, you know, edge, literally a homewrecker. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I mean, allegedly, no, but that that's actual news. Um, <sharp inhale> you know, a- anybody, you can really go through everybody's character, you know, with a fine tooth comb, and pick for yourself. I mean, I do consider it nowadays. Um, I think it's more important now. I think back in the day, you know, we were talking about Ultimate Warrior earlier. He he's all on a whole nother level there, I think. Yeah, just wait till that answer comes up. Yeah. So, um I d <laughs> I do think I, I do put into consideration that but sometimes you have to kinda judge it how with you know, you grade it on your own. I think my answer is different than Jeff's, which is different than Tom's and we might agree on certain things yeah. but other things, you know, who knows? It's just our our opinions on now, that.
1: Now you see, this is the value of being a fan of professional wrestling: is you can have a lot of different opinions and a lot of different beliefs about wrestlers, about everything from what's a good move and a bad move to political views. Right. That's why we're fans. Yeah, I watch. Exactly. I, I watch professional wrestling for the art and sport of it. Right. I watch because I like the guys wrestling. I watch because of the spectacle. So you're able to. So you know. To go off of that, and, and I'm glad police. you
3: made that point. It's like you're cutting the line yeah. between kayfabe and real life. Yeah. And I, here's the thing with me. At the end of the day, when the program's over, the yeah. two hours, three hours, whatever I'm watching, That's it. I'm going to judge you on what you just did. Yeah. I'm I not do gonna... know what you did outside of here, what you might have said or whatever. Yeah. Hulk, Hulk Hogan is a great Hulk example. Hulk Hogan's a great example. It's probably the greatest example we can give right now. Hulk Hogan. So I never liked him as a wrestler, so that's going to kind of skew my point of view on him anyway. Um, I, I'm I'm not a Hulk Hogan guy. Okay. I think it's like literally out there. You know, we all know this from my first episode. That I just don't like Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. And it's I'm the Morse. same way with Ultimate Warrior. But... I, I don't like him as a wrestler, but I, I particularly don't like him as a person, Terry Bollea. Um, for uh, other things that we've talked about in the past, I'm not going to go down that road, but, you know, Google it if you don't already know. But, yeah. So, yeah, that's why I said that line. It's hard to tote because it's whatever your belief is. Do you want to keep the kayfabe? Then when the credits are rolling, then you make that judgment? You can absolutely absolutely do that. I think a lot of us do. Mm-hmm. Jeff, what about you?
0: I think everybody knows my opinion. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am I'm very outspoken about certain ways that I think. Um, I and it's very hard for me to disconnect like the person from the gimmick Mm -hmm. so especially like how my views are Um,
3: you also are a wrestler so i mean you know you're coming from it at a different perspective too where you've you live that kayfabe life and then you have your own own life you know jeff Satello at the end of the day too. so like uh, i get that (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, some guy, some, some dude from Howl who's, like, fucking huge for no reason.
0: But realistically, like, my issue was, like, when I was in a locker room, there were a lot of people that were open-minded or very verbal about their opinions that I definitely didn't agree with, but, like... <laughs> You vote for whoever the fuck you want to vote for. That's is. why we live in this country right. that is yeah. America. Right. All right. Let's be honest here. Like, that's the beauty of America, whether you like it or not. Yeah, or America. The freedom yeah. to like one person yeah. or like the other person. Well said. You, don't, you just, don't just don't you, spew hate.
3: That's it. That's no. all. Hate is hate, no matter don't, you know what it is.
0: Don't spew hate. I completely agree with that. That's more of an issue that I have. All right. First off, if you voted for a certain WWE Hall of Famer, whatever. All right. Like, it is what it is. But when Big Cass was with the company, he was apparently unfucking bearable in the locker room where he made it a really, really uncomfortable situation in the locker room to where they straight up got rid of him because he was such an asshole about certain things. So there's also a line of shut the fuck up and do your job.
3: Yeah, that, that's on that he performer, though. He didn't know
0: though. when to do that. He didn't, yeah. So,
3: yep.
0: you know, that, but that's one for instance, you know? Yeah, I think there's, there's other people out degrees. There, like, I look at guys like uh, Bray Wyatt and AJ Styles. They're a little bit stupid because they're flat earthers, but I like their work. Yeah. But I also think that they're ignorant people. Um, For me, a really difficult one is Chris Jericho because I absolutely love Chris Jericho's work, but he his wife stormed the Capitol <laughs> oh I didn't um, know that
3: I yeah did, I did not so
0: know that. that's are you fucking kidding me
3: no I didn't like, know, I, I like I know about Chris I didn't know his wife did I didn't that, know though. that either
0: yeah, his wife was one of the people there. Oh, so shit. it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing?
3: I mean, I wasn't. Like, so that's, that's, like, why I don't
0: know, that's but... different than having an opinion. You have an opinion, mm-hmm. it's fine. But you actually literally went out of your way to do something that was fucking stupid. So I look differently upon you. Yeah, and that's just what happens. It is what it is. If you come out and you say anything that's fucking racist, sexist, bigoted, homophobic, transphobic, I think you're a gigantic piece of shit. That's just how my brain works. I am very accepting of fucking everybody, except if you hate certain groups like that, because I think you're just trash. Um,
3: Well said. It is what it is. But also,
0: when you look at a guy like Velveteen Dream coming out and you do anything fucking that you're messing with kids, you're a disgusting human being, you deserve... Horrible things that happen to you. You're a piece of right.
3: shit. I think that's so, like, I think there's levels to that, you know what there I mean? is and, definitely and that's levels, like the one that there's levels. To what, what do they say? There's, there's honor among thieves, everything. right? Mm-hmm. And and in this case, you know, like we, we talk about you get you get a uh, You know prison life will catch up on you there, you know, the prison has yeah. its own code. Oh, yeah You know, I've yeah. had some family members in, in in and out of prison and you know, that's the code everybody I think knows yeah. that mm-hmm. it's like kids and and whatever Oh, off yeah. limits. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah. I don't I, care there's, whatever there's you did before no, you got there. You could have no ate a person. There's no
0: social value for somebody that does something that to fucking work. kids. Yeah. You're trash.
3: You're tra- yeah. So, I, I think we can agree on that and move to the next question. Yeah.
1: I don't like that with, with yeah. kids and pets. Don't do animals either. That's yeah, I don't, yeah. Up. I'm not, a, yeah. I, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, no,
0: I mean, that's not fucking cool either. But, yeah. like, you know. But, like, you know, if, when you look at somebody who's, like, has uh, addiction. You know, you gotta think. You know, that's somebody with addiction. You know, it's fucked up. They they have a mental illness.
3: Yeah, it's a you disease. Know? Yeah.
0: So that's that's a little bit different, but you know. Um, he got a guy like Warrior who was garbage, and he got a guy like Hogan that was garbage. But fucking everybody ignores the fact because they were quote unquote my childhood, my childhood. But at the end of the day too, big boss man and fucking the Godwins walking around with Confederate flags. I'm not I don't fuck with that. Yeah. You know? So whatever, man. Yeah. And and Michael P, Michael Hayes, too. Yeah,
3: Michael
0: Hayes an asshole That's neither here nor yeah. there. Michael Hayes.
1: Next question from Omega seven one seven two eight on Instagram asks favorite episode of TV or movie about professional wrestling. Hmm. Hmm. Ooh. Favorite TV or movie about professional wrestling. I mean the bet I think I the- mean okay, I mean I mean, yeah. I mean I think everyone's gonna say that I mean the wrestler. Yep. Yeah, but I'm gonna say I'm not saying all of it. No, no. Like, I mean parts of it were awesome. Right. Um, I mean, if you say Ready to Rumble, you can kiss my ass That, that was there, funny there. there were funny, funny scenes things, I yeah. mean, some of the scenes in Ready to Rumble are hilarious Yeah. I <laughs> mean, you say, you Sal Bandini Want to wrestle? Yeah, like, you come on, on With, it all with the time, Martin right? Landau It's a funny
0: movie, but it's not the best
1: No, it's it's funny I mean, Oliver Pratt That's his name, the Jimmy the King Yeah, like, Jimmy, Jimmy come the King, on. King me. It was really Chris Canyon, but whatever right. You um, got
0: Bam Bam Bigelow, come on Yeah The movie was it.
1: Um, I'm gonna say actually The Boy Meets World episode with Vader Was really cool Get out
0: of my oh, head yeah. Dude yeah. get out of my
1: head I keep. I, mean, just I because, always think about that Just because it was filmed at a live event And Leon White is awesome mm-hmm. And he was in the show more than once Yeah I mean when you look back at He was Restor's... a reoccurring character Yeah he stayed in character And it was yeah. awesome So I mean I'm gonna no, say he
0: was, he was a reoccurring character He was on a lot of shows Yeah he was. a lot of episodes Cause he was quote unquote Ethan Supley's uh, father In, in, he was in the so show
3: Correct yeah, I want to say that. So I'll, I'll go on left field here, um, but I want to say any time a wrestler was on the
1: Arsenio Hall show, I think it's oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> one black boot, <laughs> one black boot. I got one, white boot. <laughs> one, one black boot, one white boot, but not <laughs> <And> a racist. <laughs> that was the infamous uh, Macho Man. Yep. Yeah. I, I yep. think that was good. I mean, you can say uh,
3: when Hulk Hogan was on. Uh, God, what's his name? Richard Belzer show, and he choked, he choked him out? When he choked him out, yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs>
1: yeah, he literally choked, he cracked his head open.
3: He did. Yeah. He had a lawsuit and everything. Yep, yep.
1: and But it's funny, because um, what's the slap, the slap guy? David, uh... Oh, yeah. David Schultz. That had yes. a
0: dark side in a ring. That was a good one. Yeah, yes.
1: David Schultz slaps a reporter. He gets banned for life. Hulk Hogan chokes out a guy on live television, causes him to bleed. He's yeah, good. that gets swept under the rug, right? Obviously,
0: Anders man. Hogan was the king. We, man, yeah. He just got away with everything. He was yes. a guy that was never told no. Yeah,
2: yeah. that's
3: it.
0: Um, and that pisses me off. It's just another one of those people that were never told no.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he deserves to get punched in the mouth, Hogan. But whatever. So, <laughs> uh, not my favorite one, but one I want to mention because not a lot of people bring it up. Um, that '70s show. Where they had Ken Shamrock and The Rock, and The Rock played Rocky Johnson.
3: Yes,
1: I never saw. Yes, that.
0: you should watch it. It's fucking awesome. That's
1: good. Okay.
3: I mean, yeah. Hey, talking about The Rock, we can say Young Rock. You can throw that in there. Yeah, that is you, a great you can, show. You Young, Young Rock, Rock is out. very entertaining. The guy who plays uh, Iron Cheek is getting a lot of like roles now. His name is Brett. I Hazard. want him
0: on the show. I like him a lot, and he's from Jersey.
3: He is, and he's doing a lot of like wrestling, like conventions and stuff. I noticed too. Yeah, um, good
0: for him, dude. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. Um, I will 100% my favorite one is the movie The Wrestler just because it really does hit home for independent wrestlers. Like, I think it's a dark if you were side ever of on wrestling. Indie scene, like if you were ever on the indie scene, man, it really like, fucking strikes you that these guys really are like this. It's fucked up. Now, I mean... Like,
3: go ahead, Jeff. I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, I
0: was like... It's a shame because, you know, it's so many of these people that you looked up to have this huge falling from grace. And it's the unfortunate reality of the business. But you see like the other independent workers and you see how they were backstage doing the uh, when it was him. And, um, you know, they were doing that hardcore match and everything like that, you know, like setting that up like that shit was cool. Necro butcher. Yeah,
3: that that was that's how it
0: goes down. Like that's how it goes down, and I liked seeing all that. Andrew Anderson, one of my good buddies, he's in that show, um, or he's in that movie. Yeah, like you know, it was yeah. just funny. Now, what about um,
3: documentaries? I mean, can documentaries fit into that? I mean, you have uh, Beyond the mat. Beyond the Mat. I mean, that that Beyond a big, the Mat was. You know very what's good. funny? So, quick story, real quick. You the know, Jake my, the Snake documentary. My mom good, was like, my mom, you know, my mom thinks she's with it all the time, but if she's listening, she's gonna choke me. Um, but uh, this is like three months this is like three months ago (laughs) and she's like Al I was watching something on Netflix it's about wrestling it's called Beyond the Mat I'm like yeah that was made in like 97 98 whatever I was like yeah I seen it a long time ago I said it's like one of the premier documentaries about the business kind of opened people's eyes she was like Oh my God! That poor mankind! What he, what the Rock did to him in front of his family! <laughs> I was cracking up. K-Fame. <laughs> I was dying. I'm like, I know. Keeping K-Fame alive, ladies and gentlemen. I know. And she was like,
2: dude, that should be a shirt. Yeah. That shit was brutal. It that was. Should be one of
1: our shirts. Keeping K, keep K K-f- K-Fame alive forever. <laughs> Sons of Flip Radio. Mm-hmm. Right. All right, no uh, next question. Go ahead. Go ahead, just well, while I I, I, I want to mention question.
0: one one thing, uh No Holds Barred. Although <laughs> I don't like the <laughs> Hogan. No Holds Barred is a great movie because it had Stan Hansen and Terry Funkin
3: oh, What about a Suburban Commando? Oh, was that one of his movies no, or, no. Wait, which, or Three Ninjas? Three Ninjas High Noon was he in yeah, that one Yeah, he was in
1: that one and Mr. Mom. No, was, Mr. Nanny. Mr. Nanny. Yeah, Mr. Mom was Mrs. Michael Mrs. Keenan <laughs> correct? Yeah.
3: Don't don't you ever confuse Michael Keaton with Hulk no, Hogan? No, I won't. <laughs> Michael Keaton is Batman, <laughs> yeah. but I'm gonna go. All right, I'm picking a question Major for you. Major pain at Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, I'm gonna pick a question for Jeff here. This Woo. is uh, all right. So Jeff, this is from Mark V twelve eighteen ten on Instagram. Again, this is Mark V twelve eighteen ten on Instagram. <clears throat> he writes, "If Ric Flair was in the WWF during the prime of Hulk Hogan's career." What would it be like, or what uh, would have, would it have been like? It, so we're talking about first awesome. WrestleMania, yeah. Mm-hmm. And remember, it would have been was awesome supposed because
0: you be. would have had some epic matches. Um, I, I think, like, if you if Ric Flair was there in the in like the mid '80s, you know, like WrestleMania three to like six or seven, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think that would be a really good time frame. Time frame for Ric Flair to have been there, because he could have put on some freaking epic matches with Hogan, with um, Savage, Steamboat, but done there instead mm-hmm. of in WCW.
2: Yeah,
0: um, I think it would have been really freaking awesome to have had him during that time.
3: Frame. And everybody in now, I front.
0: don't know, but the other problem with that is I don't know if he would have gone over the way that he is in WCW. Now you see that's my thought yeah like i don't know if vince mcmahon saw in him what wcw did i don't think vince would have had the vision for him because he's such a big man lover um <laughs> as opposed to what wcw did
3: excellent now, that's now you, the best way that you see answer this, the question this is yeah. the
1: problem that's exactly. the caveat yep because even if rick flair was 10 times better retro which he was he, he wasn't he was vince's boy better, he wasn't vince's boy and to did to this day to this day that still holds true
3: uh, with the exception of AJ Styles, I think he's the one who kind of broke that yeah. mold
1: for a hot minute. But 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 back, I want to. I just want to say something about this question. And it's a very good question. And thank you for asking us. The fact that Ric Flair was doing his thing down south. Yep. That he, whole time. He this he whole was, time and before that, he was that, having matches bangers. with bangers. I'm talking bangers with Dusty Rhodes, Terry, Terry Funk. And got overshadowed
3: because what the WWF was doing. Yeah. Just because. With the, rock and wrestling in their, in
1: their nationwide the audience. Yeah. The reason why Hulk Hogan's Hulk Hogan is because of media, popularity, and exposure. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is in everything. Which, and, anything you do, that's what you want. Anything you do, yeah. just like us. Oh, yeah. We're, we're getting bigger because of publicity, and marketing, and all this shit. That's what we're trying to do. Yep. That's what McMahon did that made himself different. That's why he could have pushed anybody. He could have pushed anybody to be Hulk Hogan. It was mm-hmm. Supposed to be Jimmy Snuka, remember? Yeah. Right. Look at the people who were champions after Hogan. Yeah. Right. Sheik, Hogan. Who was after Hogan? Macho Man. Hogan. Hogan. No, it was a uh,
3: Warrior after Hogan.
1: No, it wasn't. Oh, no, Savage. 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 Yeah, it was. It was Savage. Then it was Hogan again. Then it was Warrior. Then it right. Was Hogan. So like, oh then it was uh, a Law. Yeah, the, yeah, these these guys. Slaughter, Yoko,
0: Brett.
1: Yeah, under you threw you, Undertaker's in there too. Um, and another uh, appearance by Hogan too. Yeah, for a hot minute, but just... you, uh, Undertaker the boat for eleven days, but whatever. The <laughs> the, the the fact that Tuesday you, in Texas. Yeah, the, <laughs> the fact that you had these names out there that were just huge. Yeah, with the figures and the shows. It trumped whatever Ric Flair was doing, but the wrestling—if we're talking about wrestling only—Ric Flair would make Hulk Hogan look like a little bitch. Yep. yep, straight up. You put Hogan, you put you put Flair in Steamboat for the IC title, and they went 45, 60 minutes. People say, are gonna for cream example, their pants. They're gonna cream their pants. That's, that's 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 just because Ric Flair was that good at what he did, all around.
0: What I want, what I want to do is talk to like an old school wrestling fan that watched WrestleMania three, and I want to ask them what their opinion at the time was of Savage Steamboat. Mm-hmm. Did they think that that match wasn't epic at the time, hmm. or was it just like a good match? You know,
3: that's a that's like, an excellent question. Well, yeah. Because, like, I being, think that being would be there. That's
0: a very cool conversation to have with somebody.
1: It is. Being there live yes, to actually see it versus and that's nostalgia. The study. Yeah. 106 moves. 106 steps in that match. Yeah. That that they both memorized. 106. Next question.
0: They had question. to memorize it because that's how Macho was.
1: <clears throat> this next question. Macho
0: needed that script.
1: Yeah, he did. He was such a good guy, by the way, Macho Man. But I'll, I'll talk about that with one of the questions later. Jeff Luke asks, who do you think had the coolest name in wrestling? A shoot name and a made-up name? No, no, no relation to Tony Luke's. <laughs> no, no, no relation to Tony <laughs> Luke's. The coolest name in wrestling? <sighs> um, there's some bad ones. Um, Mantar. 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 The Goon. Abe Knuckleball The dude was great. Oh, come I'm okay on. with the, the name, though?
0: Come on. The I name mean, was fun. The, the, the cool, name was
1: fine. The cool... I mean, a cool name, even though he was a jobber, Abe Knuckleball Schwartz is a phenomenal name. That was a great name. Um, you know what I think of his cool name? Haku. Haku. Just Haku. You know yeah, what I mean? that's it.
2: That's
3: because it, it rolls off the song, so, it just sounds It ass. does, and it sounds... exactly. Wait, he's
1: like ha- haiku. I mean, oh, okay, well, haiku is a poem, but Right, and they're like, oh, haiku, all yeah, right, haiku. We'll right. But he can really beat the shit sure. out of you. Right. You know what I mean? He can really you beat can, yeah, I want, po- okay, Poetically, right. Next
0: episode, right. I'm going to have a ha- uh, haiku about haiku. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Poetry with Sons of radio. Right. No, but I mean, <laughs> the coolest name. Hmm.
0: Like, I hate to admit, but, like, the Ultimate Warrior's real last name, what is it, Helwig? Helwig. Yeah, that's a pretty fucking badass name.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah kind of like Jim Helwig. Jim, Hell's, Jim Hell's Angels, Yeah. Kinda,
0: yeah. I liked, I like. That's a pretty solid, I think that's a better name.
1: Yeah. I liked Waylon Mercy. Ultimate Warrior. Waylon Mercy was a cool name. <laughs> Waylon Mercy.
0: Waylon Mercy was actually a great name. It was a great I name.
1: Great name. Just yeah, bad, that great. bad character. Bad character, great bad, name. Bad,
3: uh, bad execution. Yeah, I,
0: I think it was a bad wrestler. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. crazy.
1: Yeah. Could have oh, substituted yeah. somebody else in there. Might I mean, have over. there's a lot of bad names. But, yeah. I mean, to pick the good ones, you know, I mean, I like Waylon Mercy a lot. I like shock, Bray Wyatt a shock, lot. Shockmaster. I like the name Bray Wyatt. Um,
0: Undertaker is a great name. It is. Undertaker. It was supposed to be Kane, Everything the Undertaker. Everything about, you know, Undertaker and all that, it's just, that, that's just perfect.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that is—and for me, I'll round it off my favorite with the best one, Mr. Perfect, but that's it. <laughs> that's you, it for me. You're not wrong with that, though. No, I'm not.
2: I
3: mean, it's in
1: the name. All you're right. not wrong with that. I'm surprised,
3: that. Uh, Tom, you didn't say uh, who we've been
1: talking about a lot lately. The model, Rick Martell. you know yeah. man or Rick the model? Yep. Um, exactly. No, I mean, I liked Rick Martell. The name Rick Martell, that's his name. Yeah, I no, I know yeah. that. I mean the model, good gimmick, but whatever. Mm. You know? Okay. I liked his wrestling ability. I mean, I'm you know? looking
3: right behind you, and and one of the best of all time is Stone Cold Steve Austin. The name, yeah. I mean, you oh, know, the yeah, name yeah, we're talking about yeah, the name.
1: name is is yeah. even even I really like the name Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. It just flies yeah. off the tongue. Mr. Wonderful. You know what I yeah. mean? Cowboy Bob Orton. You know those cool names. Like yeah. That rowdy the, roddy uh, piper roddy piper for sure
0: a, a good two good names off will throw out there and randy savage one,
1: i
3: mean you know randy awesome savage
0: great. is a good one but you know I, I i expect you to give me shit because they're both ecw okay. um but you go with a name like rob van Dam. Uh-huh.
3: No, no 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 that, that's get, yeah you
0: get the double thumbs going rvd but also, he looked just like Jean Claude Van Damme. He, he did. did, and his, his moveset with what tonight. he does.
3: He's karate, yeah.
0: So it was, it was really perfect. Rob Van Dam is a really good one, and I absolutely love Raven. Like wow. the name Raven, the the whole act that he does, like he's very graphic novel and that's what i enjoy about him being a comic book nerd is he exactly is what he is and i think raven is just such a good name because i associate like the crow and all that kind of stuff like it just reminds me of him so and it's just one name it is what it is i like one name guys that had a good gimmick to follow. Oh, like maybe not. It's so, Sting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> st- it's
1: Sting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, my Shivani isn't that good, but <laughs> no, Jeff's is.
3: is Jeff's is fun. good. That's all.
1: Jeff, funny. this is really funny. Like you know, I listened to her episode. Jeff, Jeff, you do some really good impersonations. Like your Thank t- you. your Tony Atlas is very good. It's very good, <laughs> yeah, and your your chic is very good. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. When he talks about it, just Tony goes Alice, for years and
0: years team. of just getting drunk and pretending that I'm a wrestler. So.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess that, I guess that would. I mean, uh, another one. Uh, again, I'm I'm looking around the room to give me ideas. Razor Ramon. Yeah. That was a great fucking name. Yeah, that was a good great name. Dude, it was
2: so good.
1: Razor.
3: And Ramon. he wasn't Razor Ramon that long. What? What do you mean? Like you know, before he became, you know, he went back to his Scott Hall. And, he was and in he
1: Machismo? Went, well, yeah, he was there. I mean, yeah, it was
0: what ninety two to ninety six. Like that was it.
1: It's funny how you say about okay, then like you say bad names with that are one where like Diesel. Eh. Well, you a, know what? When he looked when
0: he looked at him, Diesel was pretty solid. <laughs> like I think that's a good name for
1: him. Big Daddy Cool. I don't see. I didn't like the Big Daddy. Cool. You didn't cool. like the Big Daddy Cool? No, I didn't.
0: See, I do because he—that's that's how like, he was, man. He was cool as shit. So, Big Daddy Cool, I thought, shit. Um, big
3: Van Vader. Another, that's great. You know what? Yeah.
0: Good, good uh, one. Name people like that. Any of the Samoan guys: be Afa, Sika, so Fatu, ahead. Samu, Haku. Any of those, I think, are fucking great.
3: Oh, don't forget uh, King the King lesser Kong known, Kong the, the lesser known shampoo. <laughs> Joe Boo. <laughs> Joe
1: Boo. Joe Boo. Nobody fucks with Joe Boo. Fuck you, Joe Boo. I do it myself. Fuck you, Joe Boo. I, I do, it, you, myself. Boo. I do yeah. it myself. Uh, Joe, Boo can can Joe Boo can't hit a curveball. Joe Boo can't hit a curveball. Judge
0: W. Jesus can't hit a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You <Okay. laughs> gave him the sign told move him to give him the curveball. Alright, I can give
1: a lot of impersonate. Don't give me that old A bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you put know snot on the ball Yeah <laughs> Hey man am my age I'll I, I Roger anyway. Dorn
0: I need a, <laughs> Roger Dorn I met him He was awesome
1: You met Corbin Burnson, really
0: Yeah I have a ball signed by him And he put Strike this motherfucker out <laughs> Let me tell you
1: something Major League is quietly Probably the in my opinion definitely the top baseball movie out there ever it's very, it it's is super quotable. the best baseball movie of all time it's very quotable
3: it's 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 a yes. fun baseball it movie is. because some of them yeah. are like way too serious it's like cause you, you, it's chronicling this guy's come up and you're like I don't really fucking care you know what's a great movie too The Rookie with Rennie Quaid
1: with, with Randy Quaid yeah. that
3: was yeah. a good that was a good movie too that was a movie. And, uh, what, Rookie of the, the Year Rookie of the Year that's Rookie another Rookie
2: great one funny.
1: too Bro, Angels in
2: the outfield. I mean the
1: rookie of the rookie of the year has a lot of quotable words too. Hot (laughs) ice. You heat up the ice cubes. Um (laughs) You know, just.
0: you a big, stinky <laughs> cheddar. God and Hosa, you're in.
1: You know, like, come on. Just like. Bagger. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the best goes, hey, way to go, run a mucker. You know what I mean? Just like, it just spits them off. I mean, I can talk about baseball movies and comedy for the rest, but we were a podcast. This is from my wife. What's your fi- all time favorite wrestling move?
3: How does she still get in here every
1: week? I don't know. All time favorite wrestling move. Obviously, some Flip field advantage. Obviously a sunset flip. No, yeah. I mean honestly, the, the sun, you got to put the, us over there. The, the sunset flip is a really cool move. The sunset flip power bomb is a great move. But like, if I had to really think about my favorite move of all time, I really appreciate a good moon salt. I really do. A good moon salt that's hit perfectly, done well, and it's done not well.
3: super set up and no. stiff.
1: You know what
0: i, what I mean go by me, stiff? WWE just put out a video, of big guy moon salts. I saw that. that is
1: what phenomenal. about? Well, didn't mm-hmm. Vader do one? Vader,
0: Bob. Uh, Vader, Bam Bam, Keith Lee. Um, Blue, Blue um, meaning. Yeah. Um, who, who else did they? There were so many. Oh, uh, Hugh Morris.
1: One of the Samoan, uh, one of the Samoan SWAT team members.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so, oh man.
1: Charlotte Flair throws a good moonsault. She really does. She does. She throws a very good... I'm not even a professional wrestler, and I can say she throws a good moonsault. Because maybe... You get a I'm kid. very... Maybe... As, as maybe as you know, I'm the, very
0: partial. The
1: worst one but, is Alita's. Oh, God, yeah. Maybe you'll see a titty with Charlotte. Ooh, there's a titty. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's every week.
3: How do they keep letting her go back
1: out there? Yeah, that's a titty. No, but uh, I appreciate a good moonsault. I really will. The that best
0: moonsaults been. were super crazy. I'm sorry, but he threw the best moonsaults.
1: ECW or just in general? ECW. Okay. I mean,
0: in general. I mean, if you've ever seen his work in Mexico, his work in Japan. His Kurt work, Angle. Uh, Kurt Angle know, threw a good WWE, record. they were great. Yeah. Kurt Angle threw a great moonsault. They were so elegant watching him do it. <laughs> but the thing was, he laid it on his face for often. Yeah. Head. I mean, like, thinking <laughs> about the that. The thing was, he could hit a moonsault from any... Where in the ring no matter where you work. Yeah. Such we'll a go in
3: the reverse of that and a shooting star presses actually if
1: it's done oh, safely with the Kidman done... had a couple good ones but then he had a couple bad ones <laughs> but I mean uh, well. Billy
0: Kidman always threw a good one. I mean like, the worst was one was like, Brock ridiculous.
1: obviously. Yeah, he I broke mean, his neck. Well Brock went across the more than half the ring. Yeah,
0: but That was it. that was bad by him because he was just like well I mean it was it was a team effort. Angle could have moved but yeah uh, I mean, right on his fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of bad
1: face plants.
0: I mean, the the, the prettiest move to watch like that is Neville's freaking. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Like that yep. shit is out of control. Just watching that. Yeah. But and again, uh, five star frog splash is the most perfect frog splash there is. Um,
1: Van Damme. I love watching
0: fact. that. Yeah. It's a five star. The only person to do a five star frog splash is Rob Van
3: What's a Everybody f- else
0: just has a frog splash.
3: What's five star about it?
0: uh because you literally can hit it from anywhere in the ring. You think, no Montes- matter where you are, no matter where you are, he can he will hit you with. You that. You think
1: Montez Ford can do that? Um, I think he can do
3: it, but I think I think Jeff's pointing to more like form. Oh, okay. Because yes, yeah, no,
0: that's what I'm talking about. Montez Ford here's is just thing very lanky, Van it's weird, but... here's the thing with Van Damme's frog splash. Here's the thing with Van Dam's frog When when people do a normal frog splash, the person's lying down on the ground and like their body is positioned the same way every time. So the guy doesn't have to do any kind of adjusting in midair. Van Dam would position the person awkwardly on purpose so that he could get that poster shot because he could jump in the air and do like a fucking complete spin and still land body to body while going from coast to coast. Like it was absolutely insane how he was able to do that and adjust that way in midair. It was beautiful.
1: Have you ever met? Have you ever met Rob Van Dam? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, <laughs> you met him. Yes. I always wanted to meet him. He's cool as shit. Yeah, that's what I figured. Did you
0: smoke with him? Unfortunately, no, but I'm hoping next time things will change.
1: <laughs> <laughs> buy, buy his rolling papers and then... Uh,
0: if you didn't already. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say, if we're talking about favorite moves, besides the frog splash, I got to go... Besides Van Damme's frog splash, I got to go with... Uh, either the Stone Cold Stunner mm. or a Tombstone. Because yeah. Undertaker's Tombstone is so fucking epic.
3: Yeah. And it's evolved over the years, <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know, yes. uh, from what it was to how it <clears throat> ended up.
1: You know. Yeah. Like, My wife, I like when yeah.
0: he was pissed off in the match and he jumps with the <laughs> He, it. Jumps, it. he jumped against it. Shawn Michaels
1: like, at WrestleMania 25. Yeah. Yeah, um,
0: like when he really wanted to seal the deal, he jumped with it. Yeah. And that I thought was so cool. I you think know? that's a
3: little touch. You know, like yeah. that, that's that's pretty good. Yeah,
0: I mean,
1: there's, there's so many moves out there now. I mean, like a lot of the finishers are just like, eh. You know, but I mean, for moves. I like the Razor's Edge. Razor's Edge is a great move. That's a good
0: move. I wish Seamus kept
1: that. Mm. I, appreciate a, a, I appreciate a good powerbomb, like a nice powerbomb. I appreciate I that. agree. Like, I agree. Um,
3: I'm just thinking of it like people getting power bombs. You know what's a really, really good
0: move? Neck. Um, Radshaw had a good power bomb. Yeah, Bradshaw S- had a violent power
1: bomb. Sammy, <laughs> violent. Yeah. That's the best way. To Sammy, it. Sammy Zane's Blue Thunderbolt I like a lot too. Blue Thunderbomb. Oh, Blue oh Thunderbomb. Shoot, that
2: move looks cool as shit.
1: Yeah, because there's so
3: much movement there. I mm-hmm. I, I like that too. Yeah, yeah. I I just wish yeah. it was a finisher as opposed to like a setup move.
0: Yeah, I agree. i like um. I like what Tony Storm is doing now.
1: Oh, did you see that? Why is she Holy wearing pants? Shit. Why is she wearing yeah. pants? I don't know. Like, come on.
0: I don't know. Just let it out. <laughs> let it out. Come on. Dude, that move that she's doing is amazing.
3: That's hardcore, man. Yeah, it is pretty good because that is she had impressive. to get away from the Storm Zero because she almost didn't get a couple people around recently and it could have ended yeah. very poorly. <laughs> Yeah. Like you can only do that um, on and she's so small so she's already closer to the mat. She the You can't do it on all well, that too. <laughs> you can't do it on like Raquel Gonzalez who's fucking yeah. built like a brick shit house and huge as hell cuz you'll never get her around.
1: I like her finisher. Was it like those?
0: You see that's something that that's you have what, to think about though when you're a wrestler when you come up with a finishing move, you have to be able to do it on everybody.
3: everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Because you
0: never know who you're going to be booked against. Yeah. So like that was, you know, granted the move sucks, but uh, John Cena doing an attitude adjustment, like
3: the fireman's he can't do it
0: on everybody because he's so strong. Yeah, but
3: I think, yeah, I mean, he, the he move makes looks the exception. Like
0: ass, but yeah, I I wish it was just the Death Valley Driver because I like that move a
3: lot. I I like the Dream Valley Driver that he was doing. Dream was doing and that was cool. He kind of cartwheeled through it, mm-hmm. you know. Um. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at uh, oh the RKO. I mean, you know, yeah, simple Cutter, as, as simple Diamond as Cutter that is. RKO. I mean, come on.
1: I mean, I appreciate I appreciate the right move uh, done uh, by uh, the uh, right
3: person in the right situation is is what it's all I about. I appreciate
1: the Perfect Plex. I appreciate the original Lion Tamer. Mm. You know, those
0: I I appreciate the 3D, which is the best tag team finisher of all time.
1: It's very good.
3: Cuz that could be done on anybody at any moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and you, they proved that. Yeah, I also, exactly. Like that's, a, that's a, a million nice ways to Sunday.
1: I also like the Doomsday Device by Legion of Doom.
3: Now,
0: see, that's Doomsday rough. Device is a really badass move.
3: you got to get around. That person's got to flip. Mm-hmm. They've got to go, yeah, because yeah, that could end badly too. I, I've seen a couple falls that didn't look. Well, they you could, you, on their you neck. could
0: do it two ways. You could do it two ways. You either drop them as like a uh, electric chair drop right. or... Or they have to flip, because yes. otherwise you're going to break your fucking neck. You're yes. all,
3: the people who are going to flip are the smaller guys. The electric chair drop is going to end up being for uh, and more of like a. Flying if he's doing line. it
0: against demolition, they're doing the electric chair drop. If he's doing it against the rockers, they're going to flip.
1: Yeah.
3: All right, so we got uh, so we're as we move forward, we only got what one more question, one more question here in the this, satchel. Yeah. Um, this question comes from Anthony Pino, friend of the show. Uh, have you been watching the WWE biographies? Here you go, Tom. I think this is the finally, question.
1: Finally, I'm about to boil over here. Which
3: now. one is your favorite so far?
1: Okay. Oof. Tom, go ahead. All right. so you, you got the most heat I've, on this one. I've I have been, my answers, I, too. I, but. I've been waiting to talk about this. <clears throat> what it did to the Macho Man was a complete disgrace, in yep. my opinion. And,
3: and it's been noted
1: on um, many a show. I will say that, but... The fucking memorial tour that we are getting <laughs> for this scumbag of a guy <laughs> known as Jim Helwig. Jeff. Now, anybody go, that listens baby. to this podcast that's a fan of The Ultimate Warrior, you're going to want to skip the next 30 or 45 seconds. <laughs> or 40 minutes. Or 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> when we talk about great wrestlers, right, and we talk about people the business, people that, that respect the business, this guy's name does not come up. Honestly. Shit worker, shit person, shit at everything he did. Backstage and in front of the camera. The guy only got where he went is because he made his body look like that. He is a piece of shit. He is a horrendous wrestler. He is the most overrated garbage. And now we have to celebrate with every fucking action figure after him. Every There's a warrior award? You're going to give a warrior award to a guy who left a show... In '92, yes, who left the show in '92 because he couldn't get his contract extended? He walked off on the show, and he didn't get the Multiple money. Whole time didn't get the Hulk Hogan money. You got the fucking title belt. You beat Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. You were the first person to ever beat Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. You basically beat the god of wrestling at that time. It is. It is true. It is true. You were gifted so much shit. But because you were a fucking scumbag, slaughter goes over on you nine months later. Because Hulk Hogan, even though he was a scumbag, right, he was great with the kids and he sold the tickets the right way. That's what McMahon was looking for. McMahon was looking for that. But the fact that I gotta sit here, he was looking for a profession. I gotta, I gotta enjoy wrestling. I got to enjoy wrestling a lot. I do. <laughs> I watch it a lot. I, I I I I watch it a whole lot. I talk about it obviously. For si- this is our 60th episode. We've hey, this for over a year, sixty. The fact that we're getting a dark side of the ring two, and a fucking two biographies in the same week, two on, biographies on two different spectrums. That's what I was same, talking about before air, we went on air. On the same guy, the same guy. It's the same story. We have a fucking. Well,
0: no. Well if it's this just, is what I'm gonna enjoy. I'm sorry to cut you off, yeah. But you're gonna get the ball suck of A and E biography <laughs> where they're gonna fucking, you know, jerk him off and say he's the greatest thing since fucking sliced bread. No, but, did you watch it though? Uh,
3: did you watch that one because I didn't it, see it yet? No, it didn't, didn't come it. off that way. The the okay. saving grace uh, and I'll let you finish your point. Oh. Um but the saving grace in this thing was his his wife and his daughters and they kept bringing them in for a little bit of insight and kept showing, I want to call them like vignettes of his daughters. That's the only thing that brought it back to light because they talked about the DVD in, oh, what, oh five oh six oh seven yeah. That came out about him, how he was uh, – he wasn't even – they made money off of him, and he wasn't even in it, and it was just slander the whole time. They did get dark there, not as dark as Dark Side of the Ring is about to be. And I was telling Tom, That's what Jeff – I was telling Tom, I think before we called you, Jeff, Dark Side of the Ring is going to get really thorough and in, in – the and Dana Warrior isn't a part of it. They never asked her to be in it. His ex-wife, I believe, is yeah. in majority of it, talking about
2: because
0: Dana Warrior is in WWE's pocket, so she's trying to protect. She the work, She works for them. Yeah. she works for them exactly because if she just, doesn't protect the gimmick, then he, then she doesn't get fucking paid anymore. I, I right. watched
1: a couple of them. I watched the Roddy Piper one, which was sad because you know you slowly saw him fading. And the Macho Man one, as a huge Macho Man fan I am, they fucking buried him at the end, called him a fucking, I mean, he did take steroids whatever, but, like, they completely buried him in that in that AEW docu- A&E documentary. <laughs> I am not going to watch the Ultimate Warrior documentary because I do not want to waste an hour and oh, a so half. you didn't watch no, it? No, I didn't watch I'm it. I'm the I've, only one here who watched it? I have zero fucking desire to watch him because he's getting everything handed to him. He was a shit wrestler and a shit fucking worker. Do me it's a solid horrible For the viewers and, and the listeners, watch it. Okay, I'll watch it and then I'll vomit and and then I'll eat it cuz that's what I'm going to want to do. <laughs> Honestly. I rather I rather do a lot of things for 2 hours than watch than watch a documentary of the most overrated wrestler in the history of professional wrestling. More overrated. There's nobody in the galaxy of professional wrestling. No in the nobody. lunar in yeah. the lunar world of professional wrestling, I would rather watch any other wrestler than watch him wrestle. Uh, Jeff he'd rather watch the new day on loop for 24 hours. I would I would, oh, I would rather watch The New Day watch than watch Christian Ultimate Warrior. Beast. Seriously. I just can't. I can't stand him. And everybody's like, <laughs> oh, you know, like, you know, let, let's let in, in the, the WWE is making so much money off his fucking figures. You know what I mean? He has every single toy line. He has a figure. The Royal Rumble one, the Legends one. Jeff, I mean, you know more about me, right? I mean, you know, you know more about toys than me, obviously. Yeah. But it's all about the fucking money. It's it's crazy. It's just absolutely crazy how a guy who you hated the entire time until he got really big and then he died. Once he died... That was like the like. This is really bad for me to once, say. Once
3: again, it goes back to Vince McMahon. But like
1: once once the Warrior died, that's when WWE just exploded with Warrior shit.
3: Because you make more money on people who are dead than people who are alive. That's This horrible. goes for everything: I mean, artwork, music. obviously.
1: Obviously, you don't want the guy to die because no, he no, he was a course. wrestler. Uh, I did watch but... him as a kid. I'm not going to get the sympathy vote. I for legitimately that.
0: don't care.
1: I don't care. I, I just,
0: don't care if he was alive or dead. No, I don't. It is what it is. I it don't is care. What it is. I'm they done. Ta- so in right. the doc,
1: so again, I can't believe I'm, I'm the only I one can. to watch it. So yeah. Yeah. let
3: me let me get a hot second here.
1: Because you're an idiot. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm joking. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm I was joking. about to take my ball and go I'm home. Like Sean Michaels. I'm joking. Um, so in the documentary. Your, I just lost my smile, but go ahead. <laughs> that was sure. a good one, too. The Shawn Michaels one was very good. That was good
3: because I didn't know a lot about and That was kind of sad, but it was more of redemption. And they also gave, again, you know he's in good favor with the company, yeah. so of course, the people who were dead didn't really get done a service. However, Roddy Piper's I think was one of the better ones. It was good, as well as Booker T's. I didn't was watch good. I, I didn't watch that one. Booker T's was good. I felt like I I was missing some stuff there. On top yeah. of the Triple H, they didn't and talk Booker about T's it. Stuff. They didn't even they didn't talk it. about
1: it. You know why? Because it makes Triple H a fucking pussy. That's why they didn't talk about now, it.
3: Now also, Booker T knows how to play the game. But I think sometimes I want to say something, and I'm not going to say it. I'll keep it reserved because I I, I might be stepping out of bounds here. So I I won't say it. But Booker T plays the game for WWE a little bit too much. Okay. And what I mean by playing the game is he lets this stuff slide. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go out there and say that Booker T sometimes comes off as an Uncle Tom. Hmm uh when it comes to certain stuff. Yeah, Jeff, I know that's uh, that that's kind of rough, but think about it, let it marinate. And in certain instances, what he says recently, you know, now that he's on commentary and has his own podcast and uh his radio show out in Texas and his uh his his school of wrestling, he's uh he he's a lot different. I I loved his documentary. I I do love Booker T. But I think sometimes he comes off as an Uncle Tom in certain situations that he needs to kind of step up and say something about. Whether mm. he did or not back then, I don't know. And I'll never know because I wasn't there. But um, that's my opinion.
1: Okay. The, um, but the best doc
3: to date was, I think, uh, Roddy Piper. Yeah. But I, I like Roddy, we're, so I'm a little biased.
1: We're going to um, close it the satchel out for the month of uh, May with this question. Great question. By Parallel Fiction on Instagram. Parallel Fiction writes, Would The Rock have become a big star? I'm sorry. Would The Rock have become as big of a star in the Attitude Era if Shawn Michaels never got hurt? Hmm. Let's think about yeah. that for a second. Shawn Michaels got hurt, and he was playing through pain and pain, and pain pills and all this shit for a right. while. And they documented the that. The Rock okay. got hot at the right time. The Rock, when he when when The Rock became... Well, when he became The Rock from Maya via right, right. right? And he became the Nation of Domination, he becomes the forefront, the main guy. I that's think that, when he na- got that hot.
3: stint in The Nation, when he came back, joined The Nation, and then his personality really and character started to develop, I think that's when he got hot at the right time. Yeah. Because we all know, we can relate this back to sports. The team that gets the hottest at the right time can go the distance. Yeah.
1: That can happen anywhere. We've seen that in recent years. But I think... What Shawn Michaels was doing with DX was on another level because they, he kind of ushered in the Attitude Era with the things that he was doing. Yeah. But I think The Rock was just a little bit too young and too green to get as big as Michael was. As yeah. Michael's was. Because Michael's, so, you
3: know, by this is 97, or, 90 96, 96,
1: 97. 96, 97,
0: he's already 97, been. Yeah. 98, with, he was done.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: 98, he was done. He had
3: already been with them for think about 10 about years.
1: DX, screw job. You know the feud with Austin, which really wasn't that big of a feud. No, and it, it and, really wasn't.
3: And looking at the documentary no, that we've seen on A&E, A and E, he was on. It was a it big was, feud, but like he was Michaels wasn't there. was on his way out. He was, which you know that kind of when you add that into the fold, that kind of tells a different story now because mm-hmm. I didn't actually know that. A lot of the stuff with showing Michaels that was great for me to watch because I didn't know a lot of that stuff. I I knew of it a little bit, but I didn't know the deets and like that. Um. That uh, Tyson stuff, he was on his way out, and then the whole I lost my smile thing, now for me, it puts it into perspective mm. more. You get, the beat, you get the shit beat out of him. Well, yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen his black eye, it mm-hmm. was pretty bad, and they talked about that. He just yeah. got beat up.
1: By a bunch of sailors, bar. or a bunch of Navy guys. Something like that, yeah. Jeff, what do you think about that?
0: Sure. Well... First of all, Parallel Fiction is a fantastic podcast people should check out.
1: (laughs) Follow them on Instagram.
0: Second of all, all, what I will say is that I still think The Rock would have been popular and famous because The Rock, it's hard for him not to. The guy was just so talented, so impressive to look at, so impressive to listen to. He had the drive. He had everything. The only downfall... Would have been, now, is it Sean killed up Sean that stayed, or is it Sean cleaned up and stayed? Sean cleaned up and stayed was
3: after when The Rock was going out. So in that time that Michaels was out, that's where the question stems from.
0: This is all a hypothetical. So if you're talking about 1998, Sean Michaels drops the belt to Austin, but he still stays with the company to run DX, probably wins the belt back. But if he's pilled up, Shawn Michaels, he holds back a guy like Rock from going over.
3: Yeah, because he can't now, get out of his own way. He's
0: his own. It's one hundred percent if, biggest, if he's still a doped up freaking dude. If it's so much Shawn, then no, Rock doesn't have a chance.
1: Okay, but I see where you're coming you're from with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at a uh, Shawn Michaels that's cleaned up, found Jesus, leaves, um, you know, stops doing drugs, he stops being a total asshole that he was. I mean, Sean, then Rock gets over. Yeah. Shawn
3: Michaels is the the only wrestler I think to have such a great second act ever. Yeah, and and I think that goes yeah. without saying. Like, in uh, in his his greatness spanned decades, and obviously there is an asterisk there because he was gone for so long. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. But with I, – I think The Rock, like like you said, Jeff, would still got over. I think that he still would have um, – uh, He would have
2: tried he, his bullshit.
3: He, yeah, he, he would have went past Shawn Michaels in popularity and everything. Again, Shawn Michaels at that point was been there about 10, 10 11 years or so, give or take, yeah. uh, with the WWE. He was starting to run his course. DX was starting to get old quickly too because of their exposure. Yeah. I think, and, and trying to win the ratings all the time, they per, they paraded them out every week. But what are you going to do? You yeah. got to keep trotting the horse out there if it keeps winning the show.
0: Dude, they had a ton of TV. DX had probably the most, the most second most TV to, time in to Austin
3: to Austin and McMahon absolutely. at a certain point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: well, the satchel is is emptied for warp, the <laughs> for the month of May, ladies and gentlemen. Thank probably. you so much to everybody the out there we got some new people on instagram My I think, is uh, on. right in the roads guys <laughs> yes right hey right in the roads I'm <laughs> right in the roads. <laughs> uh we really appreciate everybody uh reaching out to us on instagram and facebook their questions will be coming back to you again in the month of june with a brand new satchel uh reminder next week june 1st we'll be interviewing saxophone player jr from the band lesson jake that's a big that's a that's a big one for me i'm a huge lesson jake fan i may cry yeah, the, to, um, less than Jake is uh, Tom's ECW. Yeah, like Jeff. It's Jeff's ECW. It's big. And Rob Van Dam. <laughs> but, uh, and Taz. No, but uh, you know we're we're getting we're we're going hard and it's a strong month of June for us. We actually on uh, June 29th, breaking news: we have a brand uh, new um, interview on June 29th. Sons of Libertya will be interviewing Fred Rosser, formerly known as Darren Young in WWE. Oh yeah. Um, this is going to be an awesome interview with Fred. Uh, we're going to talk That's about niche. the uh, the Stop the Hate uh, program that he has started in his foundation, yeah. and we get to know him. He's he's well known in the community, in the wrestling community, and it's going to be an awesome interview when he's booked for us on June 29th.
3: Yeah, I hear nothing but great things about him. So um, as, as a as a wrestler and as well more so as as a person and an activist as yeah. well. So, so we're
1: going to get a very fascinating
0: that. person. I think this is going to be an extremely exciting interview. Yeah, Hell yeah.
1: And and don't forget, we have, we're interviewing. We have zombies, See other toys, and June fifteenth who's about to drop a phenomenal toy line. And uh, oh my god, yeah,
0: pre-orders are coming within the next like week or two.
1: It's going to be awesome. Uh, and then again, we have uh, Fred Rosser on June 29th So hey, guys, listen, we're we're getting we're getting big. You know what I mean? We're we're doing big things. We're doing... we got, We're going. We're going big. And we got some other breaking news that we're not going to talk about, but you'll find out that on our social media at Sunset Flip Radio on Instagram, Suns, uh, Sunset Flip Radio on Facebook, Twitter at Sunset Flip Radio, email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail Follow, hey, follow Noise Toys on YouTube and everywhere. Maybe we'll get a percentage off. Yeah. <laughs> Buy the stickers,
3: $3 Ship. Instagram,
0: shift. noise toys, N-O-Y-Z-E-T-O-Y-Z. You mentioned that you subscribe and give a little five-star review to, to Sunset Flip Radio. You get 10% off.
1: Yes, and don't forget, June 26th, Little Ferry, New Jersey. At the infamous Little Ferry VFW Hall, Invictus Pro Wrestling presents Empire Rising. Sponsored by Sunset your boys Flip at Sunset Flip Radio. And on June 27th, boy- at the world-famous Clarion Hotel in Toms River, New Jersey. Noise Toys and Sons of Football will be on there. We'll be there talking to wrestling. selling Dirty some toys, class. carpet. Yeah. And then the big one... That's Temp- the
0: merger that we all need. Yeah.
1: And then the big one, ladies and gentlemen, the main event, the Cote Gras, September 18th, the infamous bingo hall known as ECW Arena. Sons of Radio, Comic-Con, Wrestling Convention. We'll be there interviewing... Uh, hopefully, interviewing some cool wrestlers and doing a live episode. No, so not come hang hopefully. out with us. will there, be. So much going on. Yeah. They're yeah.
0: mentioning new people all the time. So stay up yeah. on that social media account because they keep adding new people to sign.
1: They do. But as always, in the meantime, I am the $100 man, Thomas Lee. you always join the most handsome dad in the room, Alex Drayton, And Jeff Noyes, who is finishing up his time at the roads compound yeah. jeff thank you so much for for donating your time out there uh, local florida um, man says, yeah. oh, no <laughs>
0: cody cody mentioned something about wanting to punch you in the road oh you know, yeah you know, let's he, just call the i too happy about you talking shit about him going through the center yeah, or he wanted right. to give you a hundred dollars Ted okay hey real yeah. quick
3: just want to uh, uh one of our uh our listeners and a good buddy of mine
1: and tom's this is his birthday
3: garrett Oh yeah! Hopman. Happy, hey, happy hey, birthday, 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 Garrett! Happy birthday, Thank you
1: for listening. Um, happy birthday! As always, peace, love, and wrestling. Sons of Flip Radio. Sons of Flip is out for today. As always, take care. you're